Well, I'm not an expert. I'm not an authority. I'm someone who has been a murderer for almost 20 years. Maybe I should have killed four or 500 people, then I would have felt better. People say Ted Bundy didn't show any emotion. There must be something in that. I showed emotion. You know what people said? See, you really can't get violent and angry. Welcome to The Squawk and the Hag, a podcast about murder, mystery, the supernatural, and even a conspiracy or two. Dun, dun, dun. My name is Mo. And I'm Kraken. Welcome back, everybody. And this week, you know what it is? You know what it's time it's for? It's Tales. Cracko Tales! You, you sound excited for Cracko Tales, but in reality, no, no, you shouldn't be. Why? Because we're going back to the doll stories again. Why? Because that's that's what I have. You can thank Ranger because he wrote this one too. Why you do this to me, guys? Because we love you and we want to give you nightmares about dolls. That's what friends do, right? No! No, it is not what friends do. You know what friends do? Friends are nice to each other and they like give each other presents like homemade cookies or something. I'm giving you the gift of a creepy doll story. That's the best I got. Remind me never to do a gift exchange with you at Christmas time. Yeah, no, it's probably not a good idea to do that because you, you're going to get a gag, several gag gifts first and then you'll get the actual gift. I don't know. The one year you got me the cup that says best cat mom ever. That one was a pretty good one. Still use that. Need to find a really obscure gag gift with no context whatsoever. I'll just get two squirrels and a popsicle. <laughs> Thank you for the idea. I'm off to Amazon. Oh, no. Box of popsicles and two stuffed squirrels. For anybody who does not understand that reference in our previous episode about Matthew Hoffman, the leaf killer, you might want to give it a listen. But uh, there was an incident where they found two squirrels and a popsicle in the freezer. So now that's Mo's Christmas gift. Yay. Yay. Can't wait. Anyway, but you will be happy to know this this story also takes place far away from you. Well, not super far. Not as far as the last one. This one takes place actually in Florida, Key West specifically. Okay. So it's closer to you than me. Good. Good. Yeah. You keep the creep. So the story starts out kind of harmless. So... Just let me set the scene here. You find yourself in Key West after a nice relaxing day on the beach. You decide to go to the East Martello Museum. You're walking through the exhibits. You know, it's it's nice things about, you know, native fishermen, military displays, as well as some stuff from local artists. Then you come to another exhibit. that's a little different than the other ones. An unassuming toy encased in glass sitting in a wooden chair with a stuffed toy dog sitting in his lap. And he's surrounded by what looks like some letters. And above his head is a sign that says Robert the Doll. For some reason, this sends an extra cold chill up your spine as you look at this doll. He's wearing a little sailor's outfit, and he's worn from countless years of being a child's companion. You look down as you start to get your phone out to take a picture, but a chill wind stops you. You look up and the toy's eyes seem to be following you, watching your every move. Thinking better of taking a picture, you just decide to turn around and walk away because that might be the best choice you've ever made. So maybe it's like the Mona Lisa where, you know, it just seems like it seems like the eyes follow you, but it's just because of the the angle and the light and the stuff and then the story's over and we can all go home with no nightmares. Oh, you wish that's how it went went down. It's not the Mona Lisa, is it? No, no, it's not. It would be better if it were the Mona Lisa, but this is more like 
haunted doll territory. No, maybe it's just like um a cruel prank and it's like animatronics and there's somebody on a two-way mirror that's like hee hee hee. Yeah, but except it's not. Because the story of how this all started takes place before that would have been a thing. You're not going to let me have a week without nightmares, huh? No, I got to keep you on your toes. I don't need to be on my toes. My toes are perfectly fine not being on them. Yeah, because they don't touch the floor. Shut up! I can't help that I'm short. I saw a perfect opportunity and I couldn't let it pass. I'm sorry. (laughs) You're punk. Anyway, so that's the that's our little opening scene here. But let's let's get into who and what Robert is and how he came to be to his final home in this museum and how he got famous. Robert Eugene Otto was the son of Dr. Thomas Otto. Dr. Otto was an accomplished doctor and he traveled the world with his wife. Robert Eugene Otto was born on the 25th of October 1900 and he died on June 24th 1974. He was Robert the doll's owner. And while Robert Otto, or Gene as he liked to be called, is an important character in the story, he's not the main character. Robert the Doll was made in 1904 by the, I'm probably going to butcher this name, but it sounds right, the Steef Factory. They make a bunch of different stuffed animals, they make bears, just different kids toys, stuffed kids toys. Uh, An interesting fact about this company, it is best known for producing the first teddy bear and high-end collector's bears of today. I actually didn't know that, so. Oh, so is it like like the the teddy bear based off the Teddy Roosevelt story? I'm not sure if it's based off of that story, but this seems to be like the company that first started making teddy bears whenever they first started becoming the thing to get for kids, you know, like stuffed animals. It seems like this was the company that first started making them. Nice. Good for them. And it was probably part of an advertising window display of jesters or clowns. So they didn't also make bears. They also made jesters, clowns, just as if, you know, the the Robert the doll wasn't creepy enough. They had to make some clowns and throw that in there, too. I mean, at least Robert isn't a clown. He's a sailor. Yes and no. I'll get to that in a, in a moment. But but it seems like they made... Uh, okay, I, I do need to... I, I guess I should always preface because I usually add this at the end. I do enjoy your stories... They just give me nightmares. This is fun. This is fun. This is how Krakow tales go. <laughs> they make you scratch your head. They make you say, huh? And they also give you nightmares. Isn't that just what Krakow does? Also, yes. And that's why they're Krakow tales. But this this company, along with making the teddy bears and kids toys and stuff, they also made like collectible toys and stuff like that. Not really meant to be played with more just for the collector's sake. Um rather than just standard dolls. Um, but Robert, the this doll, was bought by the grandfather of Robert Eugene Otto, or Gene, as he liked to be called. It was a, He got it for him as a gift from overseas, and it was promptly named after the little boy. So they, that's where the name Robert came from. He was just named after the kid that he was given to. The sailor outfit that makes him iconic among paranormal circles was not a product of the company, but it was probably an outfit worn by Otto as a kid. So the sailor's outfit was actually, it most likely belonged to to Robert. It was probably an actual little uniform that they had got for him as a kid. And they just put it on the doll once he outgrew it. That, that's kind of, I, I was going to try to make it sound positive, but no, that's just creepy. I mean, a little bit, but I mean, that upon giving him the sailor's outfit that it kind of you know they're, they're kind of like linked now so to speak is is a weird way to put it yeah like i do know um back in back in the day long long ago like they used to make dolls with real hair 
And a lot of times the dolls were made in the image of the child that owned them. And they would use that kid's hair for the doll. So giving it some clothes isn't quite as creepy as giving it your hair. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little creepy, but yeah. Anyway, so Gene was absolutely in love with the, his new toy, and so he named him Robert. And as Ranger put it, weird flex, but hey, kids will be kids. This is true. When I was a kid, I got this, this stuffed bunny. Mm-hmm. And it was like this really cute little stuffed animal and it had this little flowered dress and everything. And I, I opened up the name tag and it says, my name is. And then there was a space and then it said, je m'appelle. Well, later on in life, I learned that that is my name is in French. But as a child, I thought the bunny's name was je m'appelle. So I started calling her Jem for short, but her full name was Jim Appel. I mean, I could see that being a name, to be honest. It like just just hearing that. Yeah, yeah, I thought, yeah. And honestly, we probably all have done something like that <laughs> at some point. True, this is true. I just think it's. True. I know I probably have, and I still have. I still have the bunny, but I just think it's funny that my bunny's name is my name is. <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. But uh. Gene's grandfather giving him Robert is one story, but there, as as always, and I'm sure you will enjoy this, there is a more creepy, if not factual, story behind Robert's origin. Okay. And it's a little sad, too. The Ottos were a very strict household and also mistreated their servants by all accounts. One maid, who was Gene's favorite, got fired for an unknown reason that could not be dug up. We couldn't couldn't figure out exactly the reason why she got fired, but apparently she did. And she got really, really angry about this. To quote Ranger, because I can't I can't leave this out of the story. She got angie, like real angie, no touch my juice angie. No touch my juice. Oh my god. It is said that she was a practitioner of voodoo and black magic, so this is the last person you want to make angry. And she is said to have placed a curse on the doll and gave it to the boy as a gift before she left the residence. And after this, things began to go a little sideways. Otto's parents would hear him and Robert talking in the boy's upstairs bedroom. At first, they thought that Gene was just doing both voices, you know, just a kid playing along with the toy and giving it a voice. But they started listening closely and they became convinced that this was another voice, that this was two different voices. And periodically, his parents would hear Otto screaming and followed by a fiendish laughter. And they would rush upstairs to find him cowering in the corner with furniture overturned and toys scattered throughout the room. And Gene would always say, Robert did it. Is it possible that he had multiple personalities? I mean, that I don't, I'm not sure. But furniture overturned? Uh, how old did it say this boy was again? Did, did I read that? I mean, leverage is a thing. Uh, and it depends on what the furniture is. Is it like a kitchen chair, which I can overturn? Or is it like a sofa that needs two people? I have no idea. The only th- furniture I would think of if it's in his bedroom would be like maybe some chairs, maybe a table. Other than that, it's like dressers and, and like an entire bed. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm thinking it's more like a chair or something like that. Possibly. Uh, like a little rocking chair or something, like a play table. 
because you know with multiple personalities when people switch their voice changes they yeah they go into a completely different they become another person basically yeah it's rare it is a rare condition but it is possible but there's there's a few other things that we'll we'll get into in a moment that that might make you think otherwise i know i just uh, creepy dolls are a hard one for me <laughs> uh-huh and that's understandable like, I can talk about brutal murders and serial killers all day. You bring a creepy child into the... Not child. I mean, that too. But you bring a creepy doll into the mix, and I'm I'm good. I'm gonna go... So Elf on the Shelf is a no-go at your home. Got it. Oh, God, that thing is so creepy. And I don't understand it. Little elf sent to spy on the children for Santa, making sure they're being good. That's basically it. Yeah, but it's a doll. yeah. But it's supposed to be an elf. Like, I'm... But, like, even as a child, I was not... I was smart enough to know that's a doll. No, it's not an elf. It's like a doll. That's it. And people wonder why I have issues with creepy dolls. Oh, I don't know. Fair enough. Anyway, time to make this much worse. As time went on, these paranormal events just got more and more disturbing. Silverware would be found thrown around the dining room and kitchen... Uh, the servants would be locked in a room while cleaning, and some of Jean's favorite toys would be found mutilated. You know, d- d- things like that. It's just it's normal kid stuff, you know? I mean, if suffering from multiple personalities could have been normal for that child. I mean, this is true, yes. Like, maybe one of the personalities was violent. Maybe one of them was a prankster. Maybe... One of them screamed a lot. Well, there's one here that uh, you you could explain this possibly. Actually, you probably can, thinking about it. But like one other time, uh, this was an account from the neighbors. They reported seeing Robert the doll in the attic window, rocking in a chair and yelling threats at them. Like they saw its mouth moving? Seeing photos of the doll, the mouth doesn't move. I'm guessing they heard yelling or they heard the threats being yelled at them. Yeah, because, like, you could have the kid hunkered down below the window, rocking the chair, being a jerk. This is true. How to get rid of bad neighbors, 101. Probably probably, probably shouldn't do that, but, you know. Yeah, no, I, um, we had bad neighbors. We no longer do. Um, but, yeah, we just called the cops on them. That also works. It's probably, probably the better option. Yeah. When you, when you're, when you're down, down in your, like, living room, area and you hear someone screaming I don't want to go to jail while another person is screaming I'm going to call the cops usually a good idea to call the cops usually is yeah it's weird though because nobody like whatever they did wasn't like arrest worthy it was just it was just yelling I'm going to call the cops just to call them I yeah I don't know I have no idea why cuz like whatever happened the cops just were like okay Bye. I'm just like, ah, oh, these people again. Fair enough. But anyway, in the meantime, Gene would take Robert everywhere with him. Gene even insisted on the doll being in the room while he bathed, and he even took Robert, or sorry, he even tucked Robert in next to him every night. And Robert even had his own little place at the dinner table where uh, he would be with the family while they ate. Um, If that doll's eating, <laughs> that's not a doll. There might be a problem here. But uh, eventually, Gene would become an accomplished artist and would go on to marry Annette Parker, a concert and jazz pianist. 
Uh, at this point, Gene was still obsessed with Robert, and he would insist that Robert be with them while they ate. They even took Robert on vacation, uh, like on every vacation that the couple had. And but hopefully they didn't take them on their honeymoon. But we 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 don't know if they did or didn't. But it, he took him everywhere. So like, I have stuffed animals. I I sleep with stuffed animals. I I I have Chester, my stuffed cheetah. However, Chester does not eat dinner with us. Chester does like. I, okay, I do travel with Chester. So, like, when I travel, Chester comes with. But always just stays tucked in bed. Yes. Doesn't go out in the town with us. Chester doesn't go out to eat dinner with you guys? No. And also, Chester's not creepy. He's got, like, a little pouch that has, like, Cheetos in it. Just to the Cheetah, gotta have the Cheetos. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Um, as you can understand, all of this with the doll disturbed Jean's wife, Anne, and she insisted that the doll be put in another part of the house. Much like Krakow, Robert was put up in the attic, sitting on a chair and looking out the window. But Robert didn't seem to be very happy up there in the attic, and Anne would report hearing little footsteps and malicious giggling coming from the attics sometimes. That's that's normal. I mean, that's what I live with. <laughs> Fair enough. Much like when living with Krakow. <laughs> Little footsteps and giggling from the attic at all times. He's running around looking for his juice and laughing at memes. Uh, so, <laughs> speaking of juice, uh, we were out and Chris went to the store and he wrote his little list with him and it just said, Juice. <laughs> And I said, you didn't write it right. It's supposed to say Appy Juice. And he's like, shut up. <laughs> he's like, I'm not writing Appy Juice. I mean, you're not wrong. He's like, I'm not writing Appy Juice. Did he at least spell it correctly? J-O-O-S? No. Shame. All he wrote was J-U-I-C-E. No Appy. If it had been if it had been written J-O-O-S, you would have literally thought that it was me that wrote that. Or any toddler. Basically, yes. But... As with how things work, um, both Jean and Anne passed away, and the house was sold uh, to Myrtle Reuter, who purchased the auto home in 1974, and she became Robert's companion. She kept Robert as a companion when she moved to Von Fister Street six years later, but the uh, the creepy stuff didn't didn't exactly stop. Now that Robert had moved and got a new friend, uh, a plumber doing work on the house said he heard giggling and he turned to find that the doll had moved across the room on his own. I, I'm going to head out. He was just like in there doing work and he's like, all right, cool. Doll's over there in that corner. A little creepy looking, but you know, I'm going go over here and do my work. Hear giggling. Turn around. The doll is now in the opposite corner of the room. Plumbing's done. Free of charge. Don't call me again. Meanwhile, <laughs> in my house, plumbing was very much not free of charge. And then they had to come back because something was wrong and leaked through the ceiling. And then they supposedly fixed that. And then a few weeks later, they had to come back and fix the fix. And we still have a wet, goopy hole in our ceiling. Gross. I didn't do that. I promise. You didn't. You didn't. But they they are paying to have the ceiling repaired. It's just it has to dry first. Wonderful. Krakow, don't you want to own your own home? Yeah, you act like it's not going to have like an indoor water slide and it's just going to be like Pee Wee's Playhouse. It's just going to be an indoor water slide. <laughs> no bedroom, no I kitchen. I live in a water park. <laughs> that, that's it. Where do you sleep? Over there on Splash Mountain. <laughs> we have dinner over there in Pirate's Cove. I mean, nobody would be surprised. The bathroom is just the uh, the wave pool back there. Oh. 
it's fine. It'll be fine. Cracko, did no one ever teach you you don't pee in the pool? Just throw some extra chlorine in there. It'll be fine. Aww. There it is. I take it back. You're not welcome here. Tangent over. So we have this... Only because I'm disgusted. Fair enough. <laughs> so they have this doll moving around on its own. And uh, so... There was a reporter from Solaris Hill, uh, Malcolm Ross. He visited Robert and said, It was like a metal bar running down my back. At first, when we walked through the door, the look on his face was like a little boy being punished. As if It was as if he was asking himself, Who are these people in my room and what are they going to do to me? This is referring to the doll. Ross's friends told him Robert's backstory and pointed out the children's furniture. I'm guessing that they had basically given Robert his own room at this point. He had like, it was set up like a kid's room where the the doll was just kept in there, I guess. And it was at this point that Malcolm noticed a change in the doll's expression as if he was following the conversation. One of the men made a comment about what an old fool Gene Otto must have been. And Robert's expression turned to one of disdain. They said that there was some kind of intelligence there. It's like the doll was listening to us. You said the mouth didn't open and close. From what I remember, the mouth is just sewn onto the front of the doll. It's it's not... Yeah, he's just got little button eyes and the mouth, there's not even really an actual mouth. It's just stitch lines around like to indicate where the mouth would be in a small fold where it would like close. I mean, I guess it technically could open and close. Like if you push the chin up, it would it would fold and close. But yeah, I'm I'm looking at a. There's not actually a mouth I'm looking there. Looking at a picture of it, and it I don't understand how it could have expressions. Yeah, exactly. So I'm guessing it's just like the fabric and material shifting in a way that makes it look like the expression is changing. Because it seems like it's like a stuffed animal that like it's not a hard plastic. It's soft fabric with stuffing inside of it. So it would be pliable. You could, you know, press on it and move the face around. You know, of course, it's going to spring back into shape, but it's not impossible for it to move. It's not like it's a porcelain doll, but it's a little little creepy to be able to notice facial expressions in a doll. It's more than a little creepy, but OK. Mm hmm. Although I'm looking at this picture and it looks like it's a harder surface. Yeah, I can't really tell. I mean, I'd have to do a little more research into like what he was made out of. I I don't really know. Like it may be some fo- some sort of foam, like a solid piece of foam. Yeah, or like felted. Yeah, it, I, I am not sure. Yeah, I can't can't really tell what it is. But uh, Reuter, the... Uh, the one, the lady who bought the the original home that had Robert in in the attic, and she kind of took him and kept him for some reason. Uh, said that Robert terrified their daughter, and said they once woke up to find Robert at the foot of their bed holding a butcher knife, as if it couldn't get any worse. How, how did he get a butcher knife? That's a good question. How did he end up in at the foot of their bed while everyone's asleep? Uh, some people. Uh, attribute the Robert the Doll story as the inspiration for movies like Chucky from Child's Play and uh, Annabelle. I'm not sure 100% if it did. They did take inspiration from the Robert the Doll story. I actually there is. I don't know if it is related, but there is a Robert the Doll movie. Yes, it is related. I have it and I've seen it. Uh, the the doll, of course, for movie's sake, looks very different to the actual yes. Robert the doll, and the story is very different. But it's just they took the name and Ran with the it. basics of the story. I mean, there's still it still loosely follows the story, but it's very very fluffed up for Hollywood, I guess is the word. Because I mean, 
Why, why wouldn't you? Exactly, yeah. The doll is, of course, very... Uh, well, it's, it's a lot more creepy in, in the movie for the sake of spooky, but, you know. But eventually, Robert was donated to the East Martello Museum in 1984, and that's where he's been ever since. And a fun thing about the East Martello Museum is it's supposedly a really, really haunted museum. They have a lot of different things. Robert the Doll isn't the only thing that they have in there that's uh, haunted, I guess. They have like an old, um, the old funeral hearses that used to be pulled by, uh, by horses. They have one of those in there. And uh, supposedly that's also haunted. The people that work in there uh, have reported seeing strange figures, hearing whispers, footsteps when they're locking up and there's no one in there because the museum's closed. So like even when you go visit the the museum just for the sake of visiting the museum, you might feel a cold spot in the museum or hear whispers or see something like it's supposedly actually haunted. But, you know. In, in most instances, Robert is just a doll, and he is just a doll, but some people say that when they try to take a picture of him, and this is the big thing with Robert, uh, you're not supposed to take photos of him when you're at the museum unless you ask permission, because apparently when people try to take photos of him, they don't come out right. Where the doll would be in the photo, it's just a blur, a smudge, or even just like a black haze around the doll, so you can't see it in the photo. Since it's been at the museum... Like, yes, I know they said about the eyes following you and stuff like that. But have there been any instances like, you know, the the people seeing him at the foot of the bed with the butcher knife, him moving around, him being all over the place? There was a um, I want to say it's it's another one of those. It's either Discovery or Travel Channel. I don't remember exactly what it was, but they did a little documentary thing on the museum and talked about it. I want to say that they did have some issues with him showing up in other parts of the museum, and that's why he's now in a glass case. He can't escape glass? Because it's a sealed case. It's like a museum case. Like, it's it's anchored down to a pedestal, so, like, you, you can't lift it up. It's, like, locked. So he's locked away in, in a glass case because it's like this thing keeps moving around the museum. We can't keep putting this thing back every day and wondering where it's at. Like Oh, so... I don't know why I thought he was just teleporting places. <laughs> like when I heard he was like going around the house. He, he just got magical powers. He just he just zooming around the museum. Well, no, like when you were saying he was found in different places of the house and all that stuff. Yeah. I was like, no, he's like getting up and walking around. Yeah, okay, okay, that makes much more sense now. I don't know why. I don't know why my brain immediately was like, he just teleported. To a different spot in the house. Okay, so if he actually has to get up and walk places and he's in a sealed case, that answers things. But does he move around the case? I don't think so. I think it's just like if, if the doll is haunted, he, he's just like, all right, I can't get out of this case. I might as well just sit in this chair. See, I would be the opposite. I'd be like, oh, you want to lock me in here? You want to lock me in here? Now you're going to pay. And I'd just be like banging on it. Just like the, just like Stitch licking on the glass, <laughs> hanging upside down yes! in, the, in the tube. Yes. If I'm not mistaken, that is the case. I, I seem to just very faintly recall a little bit of the documentary. I don't remember much of it, but I think that he was just in the chair with the little stuffed dog. I don't know what where the dog came from. I think that's just something they had they put with him, I guess. I I don't know where that came from and why he has that stuffed doll on his lap. But he's not allowed to have I, pets? I, I don't know. But before the glass case, I think he was just kind of in the chair in a little in his own little corner 
in his own little display, and it was just roped off. It wasn't actually sealed off. But uh, other than the the photos turning out weird, some people report that after they'll, they'll go there and make fun of the doll and and the idea of him being haunted, they've had a run of extreme bad luck. So he's not at the museum anymore. No, he's at the museum. But when people go to visit him and they oh, taunt the doll and they oh, make fun of okay, him I and the idea that. of him being haunted, they leave. Yeah, when it, it basically people go there and they make fun of him, like, yeah, you're, if you're really haunted, do this, do that, and like try to taunt it they'll they leave and then they suddenly start having very bad luck some say they've lost jobs wrecked cars had good relationships gone sour very quickly some have either died or lost loved ones suddenly and in strange ways and it's all after they've come home from seeing robert and taunting him or upsetting him in some way so okay i have a couple couple points here first of all if you believe that a doll is haunted, why would you taunt it? Exactly. Second, they have done studies and shown. So this is actually a large component of voodoo is psychological. So you believe something bad is going to happen to you. So something bad happens to you. And uh, they, you know, like I said, they've proven this with voodoo is that, you know, you get a chicken bone or something like that that signifies x y or z and then you immediately expect that and it happens so i i wonder how much is supernatural and how much is just people being like oh i taunted the haunted doll so something bad's gonna happen and then something bad happens because bad stuff happens every single day if i'm not mistaken that's also a big part of uh alchemy as well when that was a thing about mm-hmm. you know turning base metals into gold and stuff it was the whole as above so below the world is as i believe it to be thing yeah and it's there's a lot and like even if you kind of this is kind of a slight tangent <laughs> but we've talked about this before i don't know if it's been on the podcast or just you and i talking but you know back in the day you see something you don't understand and it's magic yeah so the the mind holds so many beliefs so like with with early sciences it was like well i can magically turn like with alchemy i can magically turn something to gold when it's because you don't understand a scientific reaction and that scientific reaction happens it's like oh look i'm magic uh the same way if you believe good things and bad things are going to happen good things and bad things are going to happen but it's not actually your belief that's holding true. It's just it coincides with the actual facts that are happening. Same with uh, cryptids and stuff like that before certain creatures were discovered and made known that they're, they exist. People see something like that and they're just like, okay, that's some sort of monster. I've never heard of that thing or seen what that looks like before. So it's a monster. Exactly. Exactly. It's 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 a magical Pegasus, and it's like, bro, that's a deer. <laughs> it's a Sasquatch. Local gorilla escapes from zoo. <laughs> I mean, I've heard somewhere that um, the first time someone saw a rhinoceros, they thought it was a unicorn. I mean, four-legged creature with single horn on head uh, seems legit. No. Yes. <sighs> that's a rhino. Do not anger. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, when get angry, poke hole in you. Probably, yes. I mean, we're talking about you. You will probably make it angry. Highly likely, yes. 
But if you uh, you remember, I said that in his case, he has a bunch of letters around him. Yeah. That's letters. Fan mail? Yes and no. Uh, it's a little of both, actually. It's it's fan mail, and people also write to him and ask for his forgiveness, like if they take a photo without his permission, or if they taunted him, and now they have like a bunch of bad things happening to them. They're asking him for forgiveness and to lift the curse that he put on them. Whether or not the letters work, I I don't know. But uh, there, there there's been numerous different TV shows that have talked about Robert the Doll, and apparently there's also a new uh, documentary on Discovery that I didn't know about. He's only in episode five, season three, episode five. It's uh, Shock Docs. Hmm. It's see, uh, I had not heard of that. The Curse of Robert the Doll. I haven't heard of that either. Apparently, there's several seasons of it. Looking at the the uh, photos on the their IMDb page, it's kind of like one of those um, travel channel shows where they recreate scenes as they tell the story with actors and stuff. Yeah. Um. Based on the subject matter, I have a feeling it's probably not for me. No, probably not. I'll watch. I'll, I'll. You're already having enough nightmares from this, so yeah. I'll just go watch some true crime documentaries. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, because you know, Leaf Killer, Robert the Doll. You you do better with Leaf Killer somehow. I I don't know how that works, but well, I'm currently broadening my horizons because I am watching a French true crime documentary. Ah, uh, we're expanding now. I am refined, world traveling documentary rewatcher that's the title because <laughs> i don't travel the world i don't like leaving my house you can just tell people you traveled and it's because you watch the travel channel I, I don't like leaving my house but i i will expand did you take any photos while you were on your vacation hey dude i i went to the grocery store the other day i'm a traveler i'm well traveled i um but that uh that that's all i have on robert the doll for today well, thank you for the nightmares. You're welcome. I'm going to go like hug some cats or something. I'm going to So Bubba is sleeping in the pizza bed. I'm going to disturb him and get hugs because um Krakow scarred me again for life. Do you think he would actually wake up? Probably not. Probably just make some really grumpy noises. Well, it depends. So like if I lay down on the floor and put my head on his side, he just starts purring. Okay, then he doesn't mind too much then. Yeah, the only thing he minds is if you pick him up when he's asleep, because then he doesn't know where he is. He magically is levitating in the air, and he has no idea how. It's magic. It is magic. As we talked about just now, it, the, the mind is a wonderful thing. <laughs> Suddenly Bubba has the power of levitation, and he doesn't know why or how to recreate it. Well, he also doesn't know why his tongue falls out the one side of his mouth, and it's because he has no teeth. Yeah, it's weird how nature do that. Okay, I shouldn't say he has no teeth. He has no teeth on that side of his mouth. He had to have them surgically removed by a professional. Because him is old man. Him is old man. But him also going to get treaties, so. Oh, this is good. be happy. I need, I need something to cleanse my mind um if if i if i don't do something cute with the cats i'm gonna have to like bleach my eyeballs or something well please go do something with the cats because bleach and eyeballs is not a good combination well it's your fault actually if you want to we can blame ranger because like he wrote the story so i mean hey 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 don't you put this on ranger ranger's amazing you're the one who picked the story you could have said you know what no I'm not going to do another creepy doll story. This can just sit here. No, you're like, hey, two weeks in a row, let's record creepy doll stories because we 
are actually recording right after the release of the last creepy doll story because of how recording schedules go. And now I'm listening to creepy doll stories just days apart from each other. But this is fine. Think about it like this. They're out of the way. They're done now. Oh, you're done now. You don't have to go back to creepy dolls for now. I'm going to I'm going to send you a creepy doll. I'm going to purchase Robert the doll and send him to you. You know, the museum where he's located actually sells like replicas of him. I know I saw him online. Keep in mind, you buy me one. I also have your address. I'll buy you one, too. I'm moving. And then if you get rid of it, like you're like, I, I threw it in the trash uh, I'm going to buy another one, have it sent to me. Then I'm going to put like some random clean bits of things that look like trash in the bag with the doll or in the box with the doll and then send it off to you. So it looks like he like mailed himself back to you out of the trash. Remember earlier when we were talking about friends do nice things for each other? I mean, you're the one going to send me a creepy doll. I'm not actually going to do it. You're actually going to do it. Two squirrels in the freezer and some red popsicles. Would you rather me have you in my freezer? Wait, no. See? Two squirrels and popsicles isn't so bad, is it? When you put it like that, no, it's not so bad. See? Let's just agree no no creepy gifts going to either of us. Oh, I was really expecting the squirrels and the popsicles, though. Okay, that's fine, because that's just stuffed squirrels in your freezer with some popsicles. As always, make sure to check out our website for all of the show notes, sources, and more information at thesquonkandthehag.com. And we would also love and appreciate your support by either leaving a review on iTunes or through small monthly donations using the viewer support link in the description. And if you don't subscribe, make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast network to get notified of new episodes every Thursday. All right, Cracko, you ready? Goodbye. Okay,